0: Welcome to the Partnernomics Show, where industry thought leaders discuss the hottest topics in partnerships, ecosystems, and innovation. The Partnernomics Show is brought to you by Life Solutions, a product incubator specific to Salesforce. Now, here's the host of the Partnernomics Show, Mark Brigman. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Partnernomics Show. Great to be with you. And today, we are joined by Mr. Jorge Guzman. Uh, Jorge- Hello, Mark. You're you're cheating on me though, man. I'm I'm stuck up here in the middle of the U.S., freezing, <laughs> still winter time, and uh, you're you're in a, a a climate much much warmer than what we are. So I'm jealous.
1: Yeah, yeah. I have a little bit more uh, better climate than you have. Yeah, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> no question, no question about that. So Jorge is a partnership manager uh, that's with right. MicroMine. Jorge, tell us a little bit uh, about your career, man. I've really enjoyed the opportunity to get to know you over the past many months and uh, the great work that you're doing. I, I'm fascinated, number one, by just the opportunity Thank to you. learn about other cultures, uh, but then certainly the great work that you've done throughout your career. But please uh, take a couple of minutes and share a little bit about your partnership's career.
1: Thank you, Mark. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the invitation, and 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 I'm very excited as well to to be a part of of the part of the partner partneromics uh, network. And uh, I'm I'm hoping to see what we can we can work on together. So yeah, a little bit about me. Uh, I just started uh, very early in my career in telecommunications. I was uh, a technical engineer in telecommunications, and uh, funny enough, that that was my first approach to partnerships. I was working in roaming, international roaming. So basically, I was part of the technical integration that you had to do between. Uh, 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 cellular networks between all the operators internationally. So that was my first approach. But in the recent six years, my main focus has been on channel partners and service partners. That's that's uh, where I have the most experience in for the for the past six years. And I'm very passionate about the ecosystem-led uh, growth uh, approach, and I'm happy to share a little bit of a, of a insight with, with your listeners today.
0: Yeah, so Jorge, you're with Micromine, and so yeah. uh, fascinating company in itself, and the yeah. work that uh, you guys do in partnerships. But love if you just you know spend sixty seconds just kind of chatting a little bit about you know what you guys do and what what you specifically do kind of on a daily basis as a partnering yeah. professional.
1: Happy to do that, Mark. Uh, so basically, what what Micromine is 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 uh, trying to accomplish is to establish a reseller network in the Latin region so i'm helping uh, uh micromind to accomplish that and getting that initial uh, uh partnership program reseller partnership program to maturity so we're in the recruiting phase at this stage uh of the of the of the program and basically my, uh, micromind is a is a software company uh just a little bit of micromind they are a software company over 37 years of uh of uh, experience in the market and yeah that's 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 what we're trying to do
0: awesome so, Hori, I know you have uh, some experience in working with and just kind of mentoring in the startup space. Uh, there's no shortage of startups that, you know, in the SaaS uh, world as well. Yes, so I SaaS. want to throw a question at you uh, centered around sure. startups. And that is, um, what challenges and or opportunities are out there for startups as it relates to partnership programs or maybe even standing up new partnership programs?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I tend to to think on startups from, from a level of maturity, you know? Sometimes uh, the the startups have a, 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 an opportunity approach to partnerships because even when there are some processes inside partnerships that are not mature, uh, precisely that lack of maturity allows for flexibility. So for example, you need to handle flex, uh, a complexity and, and sometimes uh, having to manage that complexity on processes, on people and culture Uh, When you do that internally, you have a little bit more space to do that with with, uh, a little bit more, let's say, freedom. But when you have to handle that complexity uh, with external organizations, you need something to guide decisions. You need uh, structured processes. You need uh, indicators. You need legal uh, procedures and and you need legal documentation as as well as as you have to pay attention to regulations uh, in each country you have partnerships partnerships in. So sometimes you have to leverage that. You have to leverage where you uh, are flexible enough to allow for things to happen and and where you need to pay attention to that maturity, whether it's in processes, um, how do you measure your your internal team and how you will measure the performance of your partners. That's that's how I see it. Um, Additionally, when when we talk about maturity, you have to, to, to be aware of, of of how do you assign uh, resources. Every partnership program needs uh, a level of uh, uh, allocation of resources, and when you are not mature enough, that allocation is difficult, or or is a little bit more difficult. So so that's something that uh, I also uh, try to to be very aware of uh, when 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 approaching that that level of maturity.
0: Yeah, it seems like there's certainly uh, some opportunities as you mentioned startup space yeah. uh a lot more flexible dynamic yeah. uh, those employees are wearing a lot of a lot, a lot more hats uh yeah. certainly more resource constrained but also have the ability to move faster and to be more opportunistic uh whenever those great truly strategic partnering opportunities uh come at you but certainly uh, those professionals need to understand the value of yeah. building process inside of their organization so that they can they can build their level of maturity uh, as you mentioned exactly. and, and certainly be able to build that scalability so and scalability exactly yeah. that was one thing that I was
1: going to mention when, when you're in a startup uh, you need to think long term how do you you're going to scale and mostly startups are in the tech space so they are thinking as well in the system. And the ecosystem needs to scale, and 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 if you don't have a process to, to to do
0: that 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 is scalability is going to be uh, difficult. So, question number two, let me fire this at you, and that is centered around transparency, but transparent okay. communication. And yeah. uh, you know, we we talk a lot about just the the importance of of effective communications in general, oh, yeah. uh, both internally yeah, yeah. as well as externally, but. Um, yeah, I'd love to just kind of have you chat a little bit about the importance of transparency and how that could be used yeah. as a tool or a superpower for for partnering professionals.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, there's there's a kind of a trend in the in the digital space, which is digital trust and and how a company um, showcases their stand in ethical uh, manipulation of data, how they are uh, transparent with their customers, with the with the with governments, with countries. And in that same approach, uh, uh, it it also affects uh, how they relate to their providers and their partnerships. So I think communication is something that is very key to to having that trust, uh, but also uh, the internal processes. How do you ensure that your processes are aligned with what you communicate to the public and to your partners? So I guess the partnership profession uh, is going to need a little bit more of, of learning how the ethical stance on integrations and manipulation of data uh, regulation, international regulations on how the the the, inform- the digital information is being handled and tracked, and 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 that, that is going to be important. So I guess uh, what we are saying in, in partnerships is 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 a work of collaboration based on trust, uh, but trust is is actionable in in, in documented and in, and it is also uh, Showed and it, it is, it is, it is actionable in, in some manner. So um, I think it's key uh, how, how the, that transparency uh, helps us to uh, work in, in better partnership programs.
0: You know, and uh, both of us, you and I, started our careers in telecommunications and yeah. more specifically in roaming. Uh, one of my first partnering <laughs> jobs that I had at Sprint was in Wi Fi roaming. Uh, giving wow. business okay. travelers the ability to to roam on other people's networks but have high speed access to their laptops. Uh, that's where it started as uh, laptop access at first, and so it's been interesting. I know you and I have had this conversation in the past, yeah. uh, talking about uh, the importance of user data and user privacy yeah. and uh, how those laws are continuing to evolve. It almost <laughs> feels like the by the day, across mm-hmm. the globe, and the importance of of you know data housing, but then also being to your point transparent with uh, users, your customers, but then now exactly. even in the partnering space, uh, all these SaaS companies, you know, coming to life, doing data integrations. How exactly. are people using our data? Uh, uh-huh. And this is a topic that seems like it's going to be around for many, many, many years, well, sure. uh, decades, and right? I'm sure until y- the end of time. I'm
1: sure, and I'm sure you have seen this because when when we start to integrate technology, uh, when we we start to do those those uh, technological integrations, you have more experience than than I do on that field. Sometimes uh, the the lines start to blur, but the responsibility cannot go away. You need to be uh, responsible to where. Uh, the responsibility lies in in where the 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 let's say the 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 data trust uh, can be assigned and and and, and tracked.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the next question I want to fire at you, and that is, sure. Um, what recommendation would you make to a partnering professional that's stepping into a new role, a new yeah. business? Um, but that organization already has an existing partnering program in place. Uh, do you come in guns blazing day one and going to put in your own system, own program, or do you just follow exactly what the, you know, the script that's already in place or somewhere in between? That's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a great question.
1: Uh, and, I, and I'm sure many partnership professionals um, uh, of face the, the same challenge. Uh, they have their own processes. They have their own experience, and uh, sometimes they even have a uh, 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 like, like for example, the panoramics uh, uh, procedure uh, certified. And and when they enter the company, uh, there's a program, uh, and and whatever the program is, uh, I think my my approach is 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 something in the middle. Uh, at the first time, you need to be open. You need to absorb the culture. You need to absorb the, the strategic uh, goals of the company. And uh, what are they pursuing? For for many professionals that have a lot of experience, sometimes I think maybe the, the, the instinct is to go and start to change things. Uh, but I think it is better to be open, to learn uh, the ins and outs of the program, why it's structured why it, the way it is and always uh, face every facet with a data regarding approach. What I mean for this is uh, take notes, uh, gather information, uh, do a data-driven approach, uh, document everything that is working and what is not working. Normally we are biased to always point fingers at what is not working, but there are things that work very well and they have a a reason for that. And whatever change that we want to apply, we need to make sure that those things uh, that are working uh, continue to be working. So so that's important. Uh, I think that that's the approach that I will take. And and of course, uh, implement those uh, um, organizational uh, change um, frameworks that you have that like IT or, or PMI, those approaches are very useful. So try to apply those uh, and adjust and, and customize depending on the company and, and, and the style of work that you want to, to pursue.
0: Yeah, I love uh, you know what I hear you saying. I'm I, I'm, I'm a person that loves quotes, you know, from from business yeah. thought leaders and uh, Stephen Covey. S- step one: seek to understand. You know, first seek yeah. to understand. Excellent. So as you come Boom. in, you know, try to understand what's in place, why is that in place, what's the ramifications, what's kind of the cause and effect of all of these things, and then uh, first after you understand, then you can uh, make some 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 recommendations, but do it Excellent. from a place of understanding so that uh so that it'll work for the organization
1: i think as a as a a partnership leader uh, the 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 leadership part is very important how do you influence an organization uh and and there's no way you can influence an organization from from not knowing the culture not knowing the why's Uh, once once you understand that once you understand the culture the wise the the inner processes you can start to influence of course from from your own experience your expertise but within the same uh, vein of the company culture, the company's culture.
0: Uh, question number four for you, Jorge. And this is like I said, I love learning about cultures. So uh, <laughs> Latin America, man, this Ooh, is where okay. you know you are obviously spending your time and a partnering yeah. professional in Latin America. Um, how comparison contrast <laughs> partnering in in your region as opposed to maybe. Uh, you know, the United States, North America, or maybe over in Europe.
1: Thank you, thank you for that question, Mark. Um, my the bulk of my experience is, is here in Latin America, but I have been able to to network with many colleagues that have that experience in the United States or 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 in in other parts of the world. So basically, I I guess there is a um there is a there is a tendency in Latin America that uh, it is starting to shift. In Latin America, most of the uh, partnership relationships come from the channel. Uh, how do you distribute something that I have in the region, uh, but under the conditions of the company you you are uh, you have a you have a, a legal representation or a legal entity? Normally, that is starting to change because the startup um, ecosystem in the region is starting to boom. And when that happens, innovation starts to call for different approaches to partnership. So you start to not only uh, the need to distribute uh, uh, products, but you also need uh, companies that allow you to increase the offering that you have, either through services, integrations, or uh, some other uh, combination in between of those. So that's starting to shift. And I guess that the one of the tendencies within the, the space of, of, of startups is fintech. Fintech in the region is, it's very, uh, it's, it's a force of change. So fintech, uh, what is happening in fintech and partnerships under ecosystems is very important. So it's something that, that we need to, to be very, very attentive on Latin America to what is going to happen in that space. The second thing that I will say is, um, the, the, uh, the culture in Latin America and the, and the 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 fact that we we tend to be very new to the collaboration. I want to create something with you. I want to uh, collaborate from a very open perspective. Uh, it's not what I have, and, and, and if I if I fail, uh, I feel alone. Or if you fail, as your problem. We're we're trying to uh, and and again this is this is due to startups. That mentality is starting to cha- to change. Uh, we're starting to see uh, a true collaboration, a true ecosystem in which uh, you have something, I have something. Let's try to combine that and, and 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 do some offering that is bigger. So that is important. It is still in in, in a very early stage, but I'm starting to see it more and more. Uh, and the last thing I think is is uh, digital transformation and sustainability. Um, uh, the region is very uh, uh, open. To do that digital transformation. So whatever whatever initiative in 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 partnerships and ecosystems that that leverage those sustainability and digital transformation is something that is it is very attractive in the region to, to pursue.
0: Yeah, you'd mentioned the word ecosystem several different times there, yeah. right? But as you were uh saying, you know, services, integrations, uh, there's yeah. there's lots of different pieces and components and compartments that come in together. Uh, to make partnerships work, and so it's not just yeah. about uh, setting up these traditional linear uh, channel sales yeah. for just sales, but now there's opportunities, like as you mentioned, right? There's there's integration, there's professional services uh, that you know, and and certainly organizations and SaaS organizations uh, to co sell multiple solutions together into clients, so. Uh, you know we're we're certainly yeah, seeing yeah. it across the globe, but I would imagine in you know more emerging markets and stuff like Latin America, it's probably just you know just really being put on display of all of this coming together. It is it is
1: uh, i I think that we're starting to talk more and more about value. Uh, it, it's not that the, the, it is an alien concept here, but but when you talk about collaborative value that that is a little bit new. Uh, but it's starting to happen, and 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 organizations are starting to notice that uh, it doesn't matter if 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 I do something very very well, there is a company that can help me to do better uh, with 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 an offering. So that's that's exciting, and, and I'm sure that it is it is something that uh, many many uh, companies or startups are are going to investigate and and explore, yeah, uh, explore and explode uh during the next years
0: i love how you use the word value because this is one that i love to hit on a lot of times in partnering you think value is just purely about a price thing it's about just what can you sell it for what can it be sold for and then that's kind of the the cap of the value but then truly in true forms of partnerships and strategic partnerships whenever you're really bringing innovation into partnerships you learn that value goes far beyond just looking at you know prices and costs yeah. value can I come guess, in a lot of different ways
1: no for sure and i guess i guess we I, I i think you and i agree on this and that is when when you talk about value you have a vision it is not a short term vision you, you, you have a, a little bit of more uh a, a little more time time frame than just short-term vision you, you're you're looking to either construct uh, a relationship that is long- term you're you you you're you're thinking in building that that community or you're bring you're looking to uh create something that is going to last for a long time something bigger so that value is it's it's having a vision. Uh, that is that is uh, longer than than just the the short term.
0: Uh, last question I got for you, Jorge, and sure. uh, that is, you know, why is it important um, for organizations to implement these discipline structured, data driven, you know, processes mm-hmm. wrapped around their partnership programs?
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's another good one. I think that data-driven approaches to a to, to structure uh, partnership program is all based on continual improvement. Um, the, the fact that you you have a structure approach uh, gives you the opportunity to, to have a record, to measure, to quantify. And when you are able to quantify, um, you can implement those, those small incremental steps towards something better. So, so, I guess that the some of the, some of the uh, uh, let's say, erroneous uh, concept around something that is a structure is that is not flexible. Uh, I think that that is not entirely true. When you have something structure, what you need to make sure is whatever you apply or whatever you use uh, in a structured way allows you to generate data and that data is going to support Either uh, an storytelling business case that will convince uh stakeholders, investors to make the changes yet that you need uh towards excellency. And at the end of the day, value excellency they are they are correlated. Um so so you're looking towards that. Uh and, and again, the the other approach or the other uh face of the coin is sometimes you rely too much on the stru- on the structure to to do things. I think it, it is it is a compromise. Yeah, you have the structure, yes, but that structure you need to uh, use it to move forward. Uh, the structure is not the end of the of the is a tool that you use uh, to get to that value. and the value is not in yourself, it's not in your organization, it's in the market is in the innovation, in the customer uh, in what is happening in this space so so you need you need to have one one eye internally and and the other eye on the on the market
0: (laughs) yeah what great advice well jorge whenever i speak with you i get a chance to i call it cheating a little bit right because you've been through a couple courses that we have uh, our Uh uh on-demand courses with uh, partnernomics the partnering foundations course indirect sales course um how would you, you know, for, for somebody that hasn't been through the indirect sales partnerships course here, we're, we're talking about um, a structured process and a structured framework. Uh, what did you see from the course and the tools and the structure that's set out there and, and how could people use that?
1: I think, yeah, that, that, for me, the courses have been an excellent tool to either uh, put in place things that I was using very intuitively and I, 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 I kind of wasn't sure that 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 was the correct approach, but once you once you see that it's a framework that uses these tools to towards uh, getting that structure approach for me was excellent. And the other thing that I found uh, very interesting on the on the on the courses and on the material that you have in panoramics is that uh, I also s- started to see that that structure uh, approach that I wasn't using. Uh, because because you you kind of play it by heart you kind of uh, test things uh, but when you see that structure uh, it's a guide it's something that tells you okay I can I can now I feel more confident to either uh, adjust uh, tropicalize or, or 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 change depending on the on the culture of the company. Additionally, uh, the the content is is it's very well structured is is very uh, amicable. Uh, it's easy to understand. So for me, it's been a source of of, of tools, information, and confirmations. It's 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 an excellent uh, has been an excellent tool for me.
0: Great. We appreciate uh, we appreciate hearing that. Well, Jorge, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to chat with us. I sure do appreciate it.
1: Not a problem, Mark. On the contrary, thank you for having me for the invitation, and again, uh, looking forward to to see what we can accomplish
0: together. Absolutely. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Mark. Have a great day.
0: Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of The Partnernomics Show. Don't forget to subscribe to get the newest episodes at thepartnernomicsshow.com. Special thanks to our sponsors, Iolite. To learn more about Iolite, visit iolitepro.com. And Partnernomics, the science of partnering. To learn more about the suite of partnernomics courses, coaching programs, and consulting services, visit partnernomics.com. See you on the next episode.